dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the F are you? I'm good. I'm good, Joe. I'm doing real good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. It's been a Monday, but here we are. That's for sure. It's been a Monday. I, uh... We got snow last night, or I guess yesterday during the day. Um, yeah, we, you know, global warming and all that, but we don't get a lot of snow. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of nice. We're supposed to get weird. a ton of, you know. So, um, not to reveal too much about our location, but I grew up on the other side of of Michigan. We're both from Michigan. I grew up on the other side, and we get snow all the time because right. of the lake effect, right? So we just get dumped on. Yeah. So yeah. I was used to like feet. I think the college you and I went to was ranked what like fourth most snowiest college in the United States or something. Fourth or oh, fifth, probably. Yeah um yeah so definitely we so i'm so used to like just a ton of snow and then when we moved back a couple of years ago i was blown away by the fact mm. that like you guys just don't get snow until like january yeah and even, and even then, then it's like a dusting yeah it's crazy there, there's there's some times where it is uh it can it can it can get dumped on here well but i think not i often. think we're supposed to get like six inches tonight which will be a ton yeah, that'd be crazy. But um, yeah, so, so it's hey, always nice to see some snow on the ground. It is. I got a story for you. Hit me. Um, last night, I'm rocking Cora. It's probably 10.30 at night because the kid doesn't sleep. Sure. Well, she also took like a two and a half hour nap. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm rocking her to sleep. And I have, I, I'm giving her a bottle. So I have her on my left arm and I'm giving her a bottle with my right hand. Okay. And we're that. rocking. And she pulls her head away from the bottle and like looks over my left shoulder and then just starts babbling. No, then absolutely. Then she looks not. again and she goes, then she looks again and she says, bye bye and waves her hand. And then we hear two footsteps in our kitchen. Nope, absolutely not. No, nope. <laughs> no absolutely not joe i can never come over to your house again that's that's terrifying that's absolutely terrifying isn't that awful oh my god isn't that awful yeah oh my yeah, that was creepy as hell all right i have to tell you because this is way too coincidental but the other the other night i would say probably about a week ago i it was like three o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning and i was rocking ben as you do with kids in the middle of the night that don't sleep so right. it's like 3 30 and i'm scrolling reddit like ben's asleep but not quite asleep yet so i'm scrolling i'm on my phone while ben's asleep and there was a mm-hmm. an ask like a, a question on reddit it's like what's the creepiest thing your kids ever said and i was like oh this can't oh, be geez. good so i clicked on it like an idiot i clicked on it yeah and it's 3 30 <laughs> in the morning and i'm holding my son and there are some of the right. most freakiest things out there like this one kid is like one years old can barely walk can barely talk but can say the purple lady and the purple lady gets me out of my bed Ooh. and then they would find him out of his bed he can't even walk that well and they would find him out of his what? crib and they and then there was one time he like pointed to the corner of the room and said hi purple lady and like no absolutely no not. way I think we got to get rid of the yeah. kids. I think that's it. I think we got to give up on them. <laughs> not worth. It's not worth kids oh, interacting with ghosts. It was. It was awful. It was like. It was. I mean. I'm fine with spirits and whatnot, but it it was just a little creepy just to hear her say "bye bye" and wave and then hear footsteps. Like, come no, on. no, absolutely not. That's terrifying. 
That is 100% yeah. terrifying. It was, you got it was me looking over uh, my shoulder right now. Like I got goosebumps <laughs> going down my spine. I'm a well-known yeah, wimp too. Like well-known wimp. That you would, are. I would, I would lose it if that ever happened to me. I'd wake Catherine up. Yeah. The whole, all the lights in the house would be on. Everybody, everybody be sleeping in the living room. <laughs> I'm absolutely not. I'm not playing. Uh, it it was uh it was fun. It was a fun moment for for us and our family. Um, uh, for the child to to do that so hopefully never again oh my god joe if you end up randomly murdered i have to go to the police and explain this to them and they're not gonna know what to do and i swear <laughs> yeah so that was uh probably the most exciting thing that happened it's ter- recently it's terrifying i'm i this whole yeah. episode has a whole new a whole new feeling to it because i'm just terrified <laughs> well good luck oh my god I uh yeah, that's that's really scary. I don't I don't really like that. I our house isn't that old. Like how old's your house? Yeah. Um probably from the fifties, maybe sixties, and then they, they did an add on in the eighties, I think. See our house was built so. in two thousand, so it's like twenty years old. It's not that old. I yeah. don't think anybody's died in this house, so I think we're okay. Right. Your house can't even drink yet. I can't even drink it. Well, it's it's its twenty first birthday this year, so. Oh, all right. Happy should, birthday, house. We should throw a house birthday party. <laughs> we should. I, I gotta find out. I gotta find out when they built, like when it was finished. It's probably like mid midsummer, and then we'll throw out a twenty twenty first birthday party for the house. That'd be uh, really good. It'll be great. Jaeger for everybody. Jaeger for everybody, including the ghosts. Including the ghosts. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. All right. So tell me what else you did this weekend. You do some tool time. Uh, we did a little bit. Well, I didn't. Um, <laughs> last week, <laughs> last week, my father-in-law actually took the week off, and uh, we've been wanting to work on our basement for a long time. Try to get it almost finished. Like, basically, consider it a finished basement. So that's another living space. Right now, it's kind of kind of crappy. It's got like really nasty tile down there and just like plain brick wall. Sure. So he took he took a week off, and he's like, "I'm gonna come over, and I'm going to." work on your basement um now we had basically taken the section of our our basement that had a the washer and dryer in there Mm -hmm. and there was a bedroom in quotations that was down there okay um but we took it out and what we did was we took out the nails from the studs and pushed the wall to start making a laundry room oh nice so yeah so he came over this past week and actually finished the laundry room um, as far as like building the rest of the studs and then he took this section in our in our basement that's got this really disgusting looking like uh um ventilation tube oh that yeah just kind of cuts through it awkwardly big silver metal and yeah, yeah. yeah and he he boxed it in and he's making a pantry so Ooh. he did the studs for all that and then he put up the drywall uh, for these two areas, he went and he did the first round of mudding over all the screws and all the joints and everything like that. Um, so he kind of did that oh, this yeah. past week and, and on the Saturday. He, man, can't sit still. So he came over, he broke in the miter saw, he uh, <laughs> got cut in some studs. Nice. And uh, 
Yeah, so so once that's finished, we're, we'll be on to finishing the painting the ceiling and then painting the walls, and then we're going to epoxy the floor, and then it'll be a whole new living space. That'd be so. awesome. That that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. What about you? Anything? Yeah, a little bit. Not a ton. Actually, you reminded me. Um, I have a funny story. A funny story, not a terrible story like you told earlier. I have a funny story. <laughs> so I, I wrote something lame. Actually, today I just hung some blackout curtains because in Ben's room, uh, we bought a shade, like one of the cordless ones that you just pull pull down and push up. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's way easier, and then he can't you know, choke himself when he gets older. Um, right. So, <laughs> you know, things like that, little things. Uh, but the problem, we debated when we were buying it if we were going to buy the blackout shade or not. Um, and if you don't know yeah. this, blinds are already stupid expensive. Like it, it was like $150 for a blind. Um, and we're like, this is ridiculous. ridiculous. And then they want an extra like 75 bucks to make it a blackout blind. We're like, no, it's fine. We, you know, the sun's, the, it's not even get direct sun. Like it's fine. Um, so we bought it. And what we didn't realize right. is that if you don't get the blackout, it's, it's nothing. It's like just fabric. Um, <laughs> so it's super super annoying uh that we bought this blind and now it doesn't even do what we wanted to do uh and especially there's a floodlight right. on the back of our house that's motion censored so in the middle of the night when a car mm-hmm. drives by the floodlight goes on and it goes into his bedroom um so we went uh and got blackout curtains and i hung those um today and we put them to, to uh so we hung it today and then we put them to bed tonight and you couldn't even see your hand in front of your face. That's how dark it was in his room. Wow. So um, the the lady in the book, I'm telling you, the lady in the book said that's how dark it's supposed to be. So that's we'll see. We'll see if hey. it works. If it was me, yeah. I'd be terrified. Actually, I don't know. I love sleeping in, in the dark, dark. As long as yeah, he doesn't look over and say bye-bye. bye-bye. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ugh. exactly shiver down my oh but the funny yeah. story i have so we did that um that was easy uh but the funny thing our basement almost flooded oh jesus yeah so yesterday katie starts the the washer and i'm upstairs playing with ben doing something all of a sudden i hear a, a scream right i was like oh no oh jeez. she calls she comes down she's like jerry jerry come down come down come down all right all right so i run downstairs and so we have a utility sink in between our washer and dryer right and it yeah. drains, but the problem with our house is that the, the sewer line actually runs in the, through the ceiling of the basement. So the utility okay. sink drains into a sump pump that pumps up to the right. sewer line and out of the house, okay? Well, yeah. the pump wasn't working, and the pump was overflowing. Oh, no. So there was water on the floor of the basement. It was starting to flood. Not flood, but it was starting, you know, there was a, a decent amount of water on the floor. The s- utility sink was almost all the way full, and I was freaking out. Right. I'm like, because there's a million things. Did the sewer back Because it was, remember, it was snowing, too, so it was, like, really cold. And I was like, did yeah. something freeze and the sewer backed up? You know, did the pump just die? Am I going to have to, like, find a way to unhook and rehook up this pump? Like, if, do right. I have to go buy a new pump right now? On top of that, the utility sink, which is, like, 50 gallons, is almost full. Yeah. So what the hell do I do with all this oh, water geez. that's in the sink right now? Like, so I'm freaking out. Katie calls her dad, and, I like, I'm starting to talk through it, and he goes, just hit it. And I was like, no. He's like, yeah, just, just kick it. And I thought he was joking. And I walked over and I was like, I'm, I swear, I hit the top of it. Boom, turned on right away. Haven't had a problem since. 
Really? Wait, my so you hit the sump pump or your Yeah, the sink? pump. The pump got stuck because something got in the, the pump. So it got stuck and wasn't turning on. <laughs> so I just hit it and got it loose and it turned right on. We haven't had a problem since. It's weird how often that's a solution to a problem. That's the second time he's done that in my house. He's the Fonz <laughs> to all of my appliances. It must come with like with age, right? I, like being a dad and being a parent. You just got to know like when to hit it and when to actually fix that's, it. it. It's mind blowing because I we at, we have a, an actual sump pump that takes like groundwater and pumps it out of, out the back of the house. Right. And that was was running one time and I couldn't figure out why it like wasn't working very well. And I was like, I had unplugged it and replugged it back in, and that had worked once or twice. And um and then it still kept like catching like that. And I. I I had called him over. I'm like, hey, will you look at at this with me? Like, am I have to, gonna have to go buy one? Do I need to call a plumber? Like, is it that bad? I need to call a plumber. Right. Um. And he came over and he goes, hold on, do you, you got like a, a broom down here? I'm like, yeah. So he flips it over and just taps the top of the freaking sump pump, and that and it fixed it. It doesn't stick anymore. It, <laughs> both pumps in my house. He's just the Fonz. He's like, yeah, just hit it and it works. Oh, that's great. Me. I love it. So yeah, in the midst of a flooded basement, I'm having a panic attack about changing this pump. And he's like, yeah, just hit the top of it and it works. Yeah, that's funny. That's hilarious. Ridiculous. I can't wait till we're that old where we know when to hit something. Well, now I'm not, to now I'm going to take work. it. Now I'm going to take it the exact opposite way and I'm just going to hit everything. Everything in my house. Just if it's everything. not working, just thump. Oh. Hey, uh, random, random question real quick. Did yeah, you ever yeah. get your clothes back? No. No, they couldn't find them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's not great yeah katie's not happy with me oh, oh no that's yeah oh the good news is the expensive outfit katie thought she lost she did not so that's the good news okay we well, did that's good. we did lose other clothes so it's not uh it's right but we uh, uh yeah, it wasn't great. That's funny. Also, here's a funny thing. Katie Sorry. Katie just texted me yeah. in the middle of tool time. Katie just texted me and said our neighbor behind our house is chainsawing in her driveway right now. It's eight thirty at night. It is eight thirty. Yeah, I think Katie might blow a gasket because Ben's room is right next to her house. So, well, if she blows a gasket, you just got to hit the gasket and then it'll See? fix itself. Just hit it; it works. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. Um hey, I got some some news for you. Okay, hit me. Well, it's not really news. This is old news, but I stumbled upon it while I was looking for news. Uh, <laughs> it still counts, and right? And if it's from twenty eighteen, it still, still counts. counts. Exactly. So we grew up with now that's what I call music. Uh I remember when the first now came out. I don't know if you remember when the first now came out. Maybe not the first one, but I feel like I had like wow, like now like two or three. Yeah, I definitely had now too. It had the the song from the Rugrats movie on. Oh yeah, it. I listened to it on my Walkman. That's a legitimate <laughs> sentence I just said. I legitimately <laughs> just said yes. I listened to now. That's what I call music on my Walkman. Look at us. We're yeah, old. we are. Um. Well, now in 2018, released now. That's what I call dad rock. <laughs> that's amazing. And I, I'm gonna list off a couple of songs for sure, you. Sure, sure, sure. That that makes sense, yep. right? Number one, "We Will Rock You" by Queen. That, you know, pretty yeah. typical. Yep. 
Pretty typical. Number two, Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones. Okay. Number four, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Of course. Jovi. You could not have a dad rock CD without that song. Exactly. Number six, Mr. Brightside by the Killers. It gets people going. <laughs> it's, you know that song comes onto the UK charts like once every six months it's in the top 50 and it has been since it came I, out. I I have never heard a bunch of white college guys go crazy as much as like when I'm in a bar and Mr. Brightside comes on. Oh my God. The, the, I was, it gets the people going. It does. It gets the people going. And those white dudes love Mr. Brightside. That, uh, I'm going to keep going down here. Uh, so if you keep, if you keep moving down this list, you got Africa by Toto. Of course. Of course. It should be on every album. Not even an, not even a Toto. Doesn't album. even have to be a dad rock album. Uh, Just any album. It, it, any album 28 ho hey by the lumineers <laughs> okay i don't know if that's dad rock necessarily but i could see it i love it and then then you keep going a little bit further and you get all the small things by blink 182 okay yes yeah into deep by some 41 and complicated by avril lavigne i'm sorry what <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> I, yeah. I one thing I yeah. have to say is it do, it sounds more like dads that are your yours and my age, not like actual exactly. Like, are we at the point where they're gonna start making like dad music for us, which is just early two thousands emo rock? Oh my god, I think it is. I think that's where we're at now. We our our music will eventually become classic rock. Like you know that song from Bowling for Soup, nineteen eighty five or nineteen eighty nine or whatever. It's that's gonna be us soon. That's going to be Oh, us. my God. Can you imagine the day that Black Parade makes it to classic rock stations? <laughs> you're just listening you to... Have a... Uh... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you're just driving, in the, driving, down the, down, driving down the road on your way to work, and you're listening to the classic rock station. All of a sudden, My Chemical Romance Black Parade comes on, and you're just like, no. No, not here. Not oh. like this. Not like this. Not, and then you sing along anyway because like you have to. Did you have an emo band of choice? Uh, actually, it's funny you said that because I was listening to my angsty playlist the other day when I was an angsty teenager. Uh, <laughs> I was these. I don't know if they're necessarily emo. They're probably not. They probably don't yeah. fall into the emo rock category. But I was a huge Rise, Rise Against fan, so I listened to like okay. a ton of Rise Against when I was in high school. Um, and they were uh they were my big like because they did a little bit of scream like a little bit of screamo but not yeah. that wasn't like their whole identity um right so I, I listened to them a lot when I was in in high school what about you what was your emo okay. band of choice Simple Plan of course it was <laughs> of course it was Simple Plan and then uh I moved into Green Day oh, I listened to a lot oh. of Green Day. I had a uh, I had a friend in high then, school who was obsessed with what's what's the lead singer Billy Joe or Billy Joe Armstrong Billy Joe Armstrong yeah she was obsessed with him loved him had like four posters yeah. on her wall yeah Simple Plan was my gateway band and then and then we moved into like the Green Day and then as I got a little bit older My Chem mm-hmm. the Used sure Thirty Seconds to Mars yep. Katie Katie like, was way more into like uh. Like the 
what is it the muse or muse yeah uh, muse and uh 30 seconds to mars and all those like uh all-time low all-american rejects she was way more into those than i yeah. was oh fun fact sure. i discovered lil wayne in high school and that's what i listened to for a lot of high school all right yeah look at that he just got he just got pardoned yeah good for him Wheezy's out. <laughs> 2002. I'm sure I if you go far enough back on my Facebook, I guarantee I have a free Wheezy Facebook status somewhere in there. <laughs> 2007 Jared is pumped. 2021 Jared is indifferent, but 2007 Jared is into it. Uh, that's fun. That Anyway, that was good. That was pretty good. I'm really upset that there was so many of like yours and my music on a on a dad rock play, uh, yeah. music or whatever CD because that really hurts. That really hurts. Yeah. Where were uh, you the day you accepted anyway. that you were a father? Oh, for me, no. it was, <laughs> for me it was five months after I actually had the son, had my child. Right. Exactly. Uh, what All do you right. say we get into it? Let's uh, yeah, let's do it. So you've been married. I have, yes. Publicly, yeah, I've been married. I've been married. Publicly, I've been married once. <laughs> Privately, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. So we've had uh, we've had weddings before, and uh, this time of year, you see a lot of people posting about getting engaged over Christmas, New Year, things like that. Um, so we wanted to chat a little bit about wedding planning. Yay! And. Uh, <laughs> and what it was like for us and how we went through our weddings, you know, getting prepped, getting everything ready, the long processes and all that. Um, so, Jared, you got married more recent than I did. You've been married, what, almost a year and a half? Oh, yeah, a year and a half. It'll be two years in June. Okay. Okay. And I've been married, it'll be five years in September. Whew. Right? Whoa. It's crazy. Five years since that fateful um, day at the Beaumont. <laughs> I bet they could have hit their pipes and it would have fixed all the rain that happened in your bedroom. No, I think the other way around. Right. <laughs> uh, um, so, Jared, do you remember going through, you know, when it was time to, to come up with the wedding and the planning? Do you remember the wedding planning process and what was your favorite part of all that? Yeah, I uh, my favorite part. So, for me, we were engaged for like two years, so there was a really long yeah. process. Um, because I remember we got engaged, and like in the first weekend, we picked a like picked a venue and picked a uh, date like right off the oh, bat. Wow. We're like, yeah, it's gonna be here. Um, because we lived in Kansas City at the time, so we knew we we knew we needed time to like get home and get ready and like do stuff. So we picked up up uh, not the following year, but a year later right so we got engaged at, right. on labor day and got married in june but we didn't do like that following june we waited for another year after that yeah <laughs> so it was a pretty long process and so my favorite part of the wedding planning process was um like visiting the venue and 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 yeah i say that it was katie's grandparents farm right so but so we've mm -hmm. been there before we've been there a bunch but the cool part of like seeing where the tent's gonna go and like starting to envision that was my favorite part of like starting to envision 
the entire day, right? Like, hey, we're going to get married right. over here. We're going to get married back here, and then we're going to walk through the barn, and then we're going to have the dance floor out here in the front yard, and this is where it's going to be. This is where... Um, uh, so that, to me, was my favorite part. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I the other My other favorite part was we got... We got a a donut food truck, and the day that we decided we were oh gonna get God. a donut food truck, that was that was up there. That was one of the best days. Yeah, for sure. What about you? What for was your sure. favorite part? Um, I think definitely seeing the venues. Um, I only saw a couple of them. Kayla kind of took the reins on the wedding planning front, uh, which I think most wives in in a husband wife relationship tend to do is is. Now, probably not all the time, and I'm sure there's more uh, of the husbands that jump in, um, but Kayla took a lot of it on, which was mm-hmm. really great. Um, so I visited a couple of the venues, which were which were really nice. Um, so seeing seeing where we were going to get married and, and seeing the barn that I was going to get set up in was really cool. Uh, I also really liked kind of picking out the outfits, too, for, for me and the guys, sure. right? Like, was I going to use it? Was I going to go with the suit? You know, you know, I knew I wasn't going to. So I was like, all right, well, what kind of vest am I going to wear? How am I going to differentiate from the guys? Um, where I went with uh, straight tie and vest, they all had the same vest and bow ties. Sure. Or I'm sorry, they had suspenders and bow ties that, that match. So just kind of that whole process of getting things picked out and then testing the food is always great. Oh, yeah. Oh, that um, was. What kind of food are we going to get? That was really good. Yeah. I forgot about that. That was a good day. Yeah. So I think I think that that was kind of a a fun part too, like trying to pick out the colors. Okay, what's gonna match together? Um, what's gonna match that that peachy color that Kayla had? That Melanie color? Would this navy blue work with it? Dark gray kind of work with it? So it, it was fun to try to pull that stuff together. But I think definitely checking out the venues was a was a huge, really fun part too. Seeing where everything was gonna be. Yeah, right on. All right, what what was your least favorite part? I feel like this list is much longer. Yeah, uh, I think the least favorite part for me was narrowing down the list, right? Yeah, yep. Who can come versus who can't come because you have to sit or you have so many people that can sit in your reception area. You and I, I have a huge I was going to say, family. you and I both struggle from big family syndrome, like huge family syndrome. Yeah. So I feel that too. Yeah, I think it was like, okay, so all the aunts and uncles are going to come. But then you got to whittle down cousins, which really sucks. Mm-hmm. Like that super, super sucks. Because um, you got to think about, you know, who you're close to versus who you're not versus, you know, does your parents want you to invite specific people? Yep. Um, so that stress of, of really narrowing down the, the guest list, I think, really kind of freaked us out. And it's like, OK, well, we only have this many invitations back. Are we expecting more to come back? Are we expecting people to show up that didn't RSVP? Right you know things like that so so i think that that was a a huge part was trying to figure figure that list out what about you was was that the same uh yeah i the list was really tough um i don't know if it's my least favorite but the things that come along with the list were my least favorite does that make sense like the whittling down itself Mm -hmm. we made a pretty hard fast rule so you know we come from pretty big families so we said no greats. So like no grandparents, siblings and none of their kids. Gotcha. Okay. So like yeah. <clears throat> we did no great aunts and uncles, no second cousins. No, like we did just our immediate bubble and then, and then friends. Right. Um, yeah. So that wasn't too bad. But then when you get to the point where like, 
my my great aunt like emailed me like a week before it's like hey i never received my invite am i invited like no if mm. you didn't get an invite you're not invited like, I, like that's what it is yeah. i'm sorry um and she's n- i mean she's never brought it up again i i obviously explained like no sorry we we just can't can't invite we got too many people um uh, can't invite that right. many people but like that was the worst part and like my mom had people that she wanted to invite and my dad had people he wanted to invite and katie's parents had people they wanted to invite right so those numbers are already yeah. booked and then we had friends that we wanted to book and then you fill the rest with family and it's like you know not that you want to make your family second fiddle but at the same time like it's a celebration day you want your friends to be there you want your you know right you want to celebrate with people you don't it's not you know we're not getting married for power we don't just need to invite family for family so exactly and i think that that's part of it too was i didn't even think about factoring in kayla and i and the wedding party right. into everything right. yep right so like right there that's 12 people like that's 12 seats in for us at least in the reception that's 12 plates mm-hmm. for food that's oh yeah oh you yeah know, so that's 24 if they all get dates <gasps> see oh no see? i didn't even think yeah. about that see i just forgot about it yep. again that was and that's once so that number so you walk in, this is for people who haven't wedding planned before. You walk into a venue and they're like, yeah, we can seat 150 people. You're like, I don't know. I don't know that many people. Come on. All right. <laughs> 150. That's easy. Whatever. I know like eight people, yeah. maybe nine if I'm lucky. Right. Then you go home, you start putting together the list, right? So you start off, you're like, okay, mom and dad done. Got it. There's, there's two already. You know, and then you start putting put together a list and you start getting there and you're like, all right, who gets dates? Who doesn't? Oh, we're going to give everybody dates. Oh, well, now all of a sudden your wedding's 300 people. Yeah. So who gets dates and who doesn't? Okay, so now you're down to 200 people, but we can only have 150. Oh, now we got to cut, you know, at this line. It's just, you know, it's such a pain. And I, uh, yeah, that was, and then at the end, in the end, you look back and you're like, wow, we did not need to invite 150 people. Could have easily gotten away with like 75 or, you know, 65. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we had more people show up than we invited. Um, oh, that's interesting. Which, yeah, which was fun. I mean, it was cool. Our venue, our reception was packed. Like, I don't know if you remember where, where oh, yeah. our reception oh, yeah. was at, but like it was packed. Like tables were packed. Chairs were packed. Um, you had a really nice outside llama, part that was like, yeah, you could hang out and be be outside, so that was nice. Yeah, the llama looked comfy outside in his pen. I would have hung out with him, except he spits fifty feet. <laughs> he spits. <laughs> yeah, so I think that that was that was the least favorite. Is definitely that that whittling down. How was your favorite? How was your off. favorite part? Not the fact that that old farmer came up to us and said that the llama spits fifty feet if you look him in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> i kid you not for the listeners this is the whole story and i'm gonna tell it to you all right we're joe like i wasn't in joe's wedding party because he hates me um i'm just yeah, kidding I, I wasn't uh, in yours either so it doesn't matter it was payback time joe i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm, we're, we're totally kidding um so i'm walking me and, and a few of our friends were all walking down to take our seats at uh at the at the ceremony and on the way to the ceremony there's a little pen with uh, what was it? It was a, a llama, and there was like one other, maybe two llamas and another animal were in there. Yeah, maybe was there a donkey? Maybe a donkey. I yeah, think it yeah, was yeah. A donkey. Because you could so, ride the donkey onto the reception or to the ceremony if you wanted. You should have done that. Oh, Kayla, what did you do? You missed it. <laughs> Kayla, you missed it. 
So yeah. So we're standing there, and we're like, oh, look, cool animals. So it was maybe like five of us, and we stopped, and we're looking at, at the animals and talking amongst ourselves, and just from on the other side, of, like, so if we're down on the right-hand side of the fence, from a guy down all the way down on the left-hand side of the fence, he goes, don't look the llama in the eye. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> don't look the llama in the eye. He, they can spit 50 feet if they don't like you. Oh, Okay. <laughs> And then, like, that's it. Yeah. That's all he said to us. That was it. He's just like, yeah, don't don't look the llama in the eye. Yeah. And then uh, we just had to go to a wedding think, after that. Right. I think that was the best part. <laughs> One of them was, uh, was that. And then I remember walking down the aisle, and uh, he said not to mention his name in the podcast anymore, or he'll have his counsel call us. But uh, the, his we counsel down the aisle. Right, and I see DeRosia just sitting in the audience with a beer cracked open, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good. It so, was a good time. Don't, that's, if you yeah. have outdoor weddings, people will be drinking at your, at your ceremony, and just know that. I'm for it. I thought it was great. I, I saw my I cousins have them open, and it, yeah. I would have drank it. I would have drank at the but altar yeah. if I... <laughs> All right. So, what parts were you specifically involved in in the planning process? Uh, when it came down to the planning process, uh, you know, I think Kayla wanted my input on everything, but I kind of let her make the final decisions on it all. Sure. Um, so, really, all I was kind of in charge of or responsible for was finding the guys, you know, outfits. I almost called them uniforms, and that <laughs> that wasn't right. <laughs> uh the guy's attire but even then i ran it past kayla to be like does this look okay does this match like, yeah oh does yeah it look fine um and i think that and the dj was a family friend so i was in contact with him a lot making sure that he got his money and that you know our list of songs was up to date and everything like that mm-hmm. um on top of that, though, it really wasn't much. Kayla kind of did a, a lot of it, and we had a lot of family help, which was super nice. Yeah. Um, like Kayla's dad grew a ton of the flowers for our wedding. He brewed, and brewed a the ton beer. of the beer for the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Kayla's aunt made all the pies for the wedding. So like, awesome. there was a lot of family involvement, which was really great. But I would say, yeah, the guy attire, um, the DJ, those were kind of my two two big um roles mm-hmm. what about what about you did you have any involvement anything responsible yeah for? Uh, again katie also did most of this i mean she was she was on top of it most of the time um for me the big things that i took care of were uh the guy's attire i think that most every groom just takes care of of the dude's attire but we had yeah. katie and i picked out the suit together because we knew so i okay. wore the same suit that the guys wore but they just wore different ties so yeah. we picked out the suit in general um and then uh so i was in charge of that and then I, my parents paid for the booze but we did a mm. we like put our own bar together so i picked out all the alcohol i picked out all the drinks we were gonna have um katie and i each had a like a special drink um i think one of ours was a moscow mule and the other one was something else i can't remember um yeah so i was an in old charge fashion? of getting. A- did you have an old-fashioned was it an old fashioned? It had to have been a bourbon drink because I feel. Uh, I think it was. I think it was some sort of bourbon. Either that maybe, or a Manhattan. 
maybe a Manhattan. Yeah, one of it was some bourbon drink. Um, because I told Katie I wanted it to be bourbon on the rocks, and she said I couldn't just have straight bourbon at the wedding, and I said why. <laughs> So I, I made the I made the closest thing I could. So um, I was in charge right. of a lot of a lot of uh, getting that stuff together and also wrangling my parents to get them you know get them to go buy the booze and make sure that that we had it all and all the beer and stuff like that. So um, right that was that was what I was in charge of was mainly drinks and also guys. Okay, okay. Now did you did you find it hard to narrow down your wedding party and then to find the outfits for them? narrowing down the wedding party yes um because we have a, you know just a bunch of really great friends right so um which yeah. is a great problem to have so just picking uh picking which one and then also uh i'm a little bit of a slut and if if you know by <laughs> college i'm everybody's best friend so i had yeah. i had like three choices of best mans um yeah and so picking one of the three was was tough um for sure so that i think that was that was really tough but the clothing and stuff i knew I, the whole time i wanted like blue suits not navy but like blue the co- yeah. just blue suits um with brown it shoes nice so blue yeah, yeah. I, I had that picture in my head the whole time so so picking the clothes wasn't too tough finding the right suit because um the suit we picked you could rent from men's warehouse or buy from kohl's um gotcha. or not kohl's jason one anyway you could buy it online right. um or you could rent it from men's warehouse. So picking, finding that suit that you could do both, that was really clutch. Um, so that was a little tough, mm-hmm. but other than that, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, I knew I knew I didn't want a suit because I wasn't a suit guy. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, now I have one fitted suit, and I look great Ooh. in it. I should have gotten a suit. Uh, fitted suits are um, nice. But uh, I was like... I was like, I don't want to sue. Oh, I wanted the wedding to be kind of that that modern rustic, right? That like burlapy kind of kind ofness to it. A little bit of um, you know steel and burlap that kind of style oh, yeah. to it. So I oh, said yeah. I would just want I want vests. I want just you know a nice pair of either jeans or like not not dress pants, right? Or like good pants. Yep. Um and like chucka boots almost yeah was yep. kind of the style that I, that I wanted so very lumineers like, to be a... yeah exactly just like the Lum- like literally the lumineers fashion yeah I get it the whole wedding could have been all lumineers um wow are so you I, white? I, that was pretty boy am I <laughs> uh, and then yeah same with the wedding party I could have like added ten twelve people in mm-hmm. it and been fine. But oh, yeah. you got to whittle it down. And honestly, it came down to like how many people could we fit at the head table? Yeah. I mean, it really like we because we did a where they could sit with their dates too. Right. So we had mm-hmm. 24, 25 people at the head table. Right. So like it's crazy. It was uh, it was too, it was too much. So we uh, that's where we had yeah. to make some cuts. Right. For sure. So last thing about wedding planning before we wrap this bad boy up. Yeah. If you had to go back five years ago, give Joe mm-hmm. advice on what to do to do differently, what would you say? So it wouldn't be about the planning specifically. Okay. It would be more about the wedding day itself. Okay. Um, I would figure out a way to do the dinner and dances differently. Interesting. Because the way we did it was we came in, uh, 
we waited for a little bit. It took a while for them to start announcing people for dinner, which took way too long. And then we did all the dances and we didn't get to the reception. It seemed like until seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. Oh yeah. And the wedding started at four. Oh yeah. Um, so I've seen some good weddings where it's like, all right, they come in, they, they do the dance right away. Like mm-hmm. the bridegroom dance, then they eat, everybody else eats. And while everybody else is eating, they continue on with like the daddy daughter dance. The yeah. Mom, son yep, dance. Yep. Just get it all out of you the know. way. Do the, all the traditions while you're eating. Yep. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. We did a dollar dance, which was cool. Nice. Um, and, and a good way just to make some cash, but you know, could have cut that. That was something that I wanted. I gave a, but, I gave a dollar um, to dance that. with Kayla and you. I want I want everyone to know that. I dance with both of you guys. <laughs> I still have that dollar. Damn right you do. Uh, and uh, so I, I think a, a way to do the, the dances and, and dinner differently would have been would have been something I would have liked because I think we even like had cake and everything before we even started dancing. So it just like took forever to get to that yeah. actual like party fun time, which which sucked. So I think I think that would be the the biggest difference. Would be, um, yeah. Yeah, I get that. that. What about what about you? Anything different? Well, I have I have a few. The biggest one, I'd go back and say, don't do it. Not don't get married, but don't 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 have a wedding. Go elope somewhere. Get out get out of town. <laughs> go elope somewhere and don't don't throw the wedding because it's more has it's more of a hassle. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm half joking. It would be, I'm telling you. Right. It would be so much less work if you just got eloped, if you just went and eloped and just got it done. It would be. Um, but I did have a ton of fun at my own wedding. So I will say like, oh, it yeah. does end up being worth it in the end, but holy God going up, like just everything leading up to it. You're so stressed. Sometimes it's just easier oh, to sure. elope. That would be one. Um, yeah. I think two, I would go back and tell Katie and I to change our wedding song. Um, so we okay. really like our wedding song. Don't get me wrong. We picked it and we, we stuck with it. Um, and it's You're Gonna Live Forever in Me by John Mayer. And we liked it a lot. But there is a an, another song that I, I've known for a really long time, like since I was in college. Um, and it's, it's time after time, but it's, it's redone by Iron and Wine. Um, and it's really, really, really good. Mm. And I've always kind of thought that would be our wedding song. Um, but I chickened out because I thought it'd be cheesy to have time after time be our wedding song. Right. Even if it was a really cool rendition, I was like, ah, that's so cheesy. It's going to be so cheesy. But now, you know, two years later, looking back on it, what does it matter if it's cheesy? It's, it's your song, right? right? It's like, like it's not, and I don't want to like, it was almost just the safe choice to pick a John Mayer song that nobody knew. Like it was just a, it was just a song, right? right? It doesn't, yeah, we like it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's John Mayer and we love that, but it, it would have been cool to have to, to, so I think I would go back and tell us to, to change to, to that song and that you're not going to care what it is in two years. You know, you're just going to have the memory. Yeah. So, um, I think yeah, those two things I feel that. go, if you're not going to elope, at least make sure you dance to the right song. Exactly. We did, um, uh, Hold On Forever by Rob Thomas. Oh, yeah. Kayla yeah. loves Matchbox 20. Of course. And it's kind of an upbeat song. Who doesn't love Matchbox 20? Come on. Um, and uh, I think now we would have done a Lumineer song. Yeah. I mean, we loved the Lumineers yeah. then, 
but it was like ho hey is like so overly used oh yeah it's and, huge. It, it was i mean it was the number one song of the charts for like a year right like yeah so so using that song would have been you know kind of eh, like overdone it was just like okay so we picked that rob thomas song it's a great song i love the song but it it just it is what it is i thought about giving my dj like a list of five songs and telling him just to pick one the day off <laughs> that would have been cool yeah you know you could have picked your body as a wonderland i really could have by john really should have and uh it would not have been uncomfortable for all of my family sitting there at all. Not even a little bit. I don't think a single one would have been uncomfortable by that overtly sexual song, But Your Body is a Wonderland. Not a single person would have been uncomfortable. Can't think of one. Not a single one. Not a single one. Now, here's something cool that Jordan did at her wedding. Oh, yeah? uh, they did the whole garter bouquet toss. Sure. Um, but in her garter was an ice. So when Josh <laughs> went up to pull it down, he got iced, which was That's really good. Really, That's really good. It was really, really good. It was pretty pretty stellar moment for that wedding. I took a beer shower at my wedding and there's a really there's a you really did. good picture of it. So it, there is. There's also a really great picture of me throwing there, lavender right in there's your There's a fantastic picture <laughs> of so the quick story before we get out of here. Last quick story about weddings. Um Katie and I get married. We say our I do's. We come back down the aisle. We're so happy. We're we're smiling. Eyes are closed. And all of a sudden, and so we gave everybody lavender seeds, right? Is that what they basically yeah. they are, right? Lavender seeds yeah. to throw instead of rice um, so that they would like actually plant in the field. Um, so we're like, yeah, just throw these lavender seeds. And I just remember almost to the end of the aisle and then all of a sudden I get a mouthful, like a, a straight up <laughs> mouthful of seeds and I'm like spitting out lavender seeds for the next like five minutes. And I was like, who threw <laughs> lavender seeds directly into my face? Like, how did that happen? This was such a bad idea. And then like two to three weeks later, we get our wedding pictures back and I'm just scrolling through the wedding pictures, just looking at them, you know, enjoying the time. And then all of a sudden I see it. Nice. There's a, a, a great action shot of me getting a mouthful of lavender seeds and then i trace back the stream of lavender seeds <laughs> to joe's hand and he intentionally tossed it right in my face <laughs> just right in my face it's like and it's it's ridiculous the picture of it because i am like in the aisle like my oh, yeah. arm is in the you aisle. made the like... full 110 percent effort <laughs> to get it right in my nose like you were like yes this is going straight into jared somewhere <laughs> oh my god the picture i but we're gonna find it we're gonna post it on the instagram but that yeah. picture is fantastic because it just oh, it's very the good. culprit caught in the act it's very good i don't think i meant it intentionally but boy am i happy that oh, it happened oh my god uh, but thank you all so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Um, every listen, every click we get is is super helpful, and and we love all the feedback that we've been getting. Um, we're doing much better on our social media thanks to Katie. She's kind of stepped up to become our social media manager with all this, and she's doing an amazing yes. job. So thank you, Katie. Um, but thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. Again, if you want to go look at how amazing Katie is doing on our social medias, you can find us at big dad energy pod on Instagram and on Twitter. 
Um, I promise I'm getting better at Twitter. I will be funny on there. You'll you'll just have to wait and see. I'm going to be <laughs> funny, guys. You just don't hold your breath, but I'm going to be funny, I promise. Uh, so just go check us out. You can find us on Facebook at Big Dad Energy. Um, toss us a like. Toss us a follow. Um, wherever you're listening right now, uh, subscribe or like the, the podcast. You can find us on Spotify, on uh, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, you can find us there. So, um, just give us a subscription wherever, wherever you're at or leave us a uh, review because that really helps too. So again, you guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, I'm Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. And remember, click your tongue twice before you use them. Dead.